listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars of the Renewal, headquartered in the Bronx, New York City. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. As Jesus continued his journey to Jerusalem, he traveled through Samaria and Galilee. As he was entering a village, ten lepers met him. They stood at a distance from him and raised their voices, saying, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. And when he saw them, he said, Go, show yourselves to the priests. As they were going, they were cleansed. And one of them, realizing he had been healed, returned, glorifying God in a loud voice. And he fell at the feet of Jesus and thanked him. He was a Samaritan. Jesus said in reply, Ten were cleansed, were they not? Where are the other nine? Has none but this foreigner returned to give thanks to God? Then he said to him, Stand up and go. Your faith has saved you. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. May the Lord give you peace. Amen. I believe we had our first frost this morning. I don't know if you noticed that. It was for three months I've been praying for colder weather. And we finally got it. So, um, you know, I'm serving as the chaplain up at Our Lady Shrine. And uh, yesterday was Haitian Day. So we had around a thousand people from Haiti there. If you know anything about Haiti, it's so hot there. And so it was so funny to see all the people there with all the jackets and coats and scarves and mittens. They were like, I was like, I'm so sorry. I prayed for this cold weather. So it's going to get colder. <laughs> all right, praise God. Um, but anyways, uh, so welcome and good morning, everyone. Um, the readings this weekend are really interesting. And they kind of suggest a, a theme of thanksgiving. The theme of thanksgiving. You know, this healing of Naaman the Syrian, washing in that Jordan River and cleansed of his leprosy. And then Jesus healing the ten lepers. The one who was a Samaritan, a.k.a. a non-Jew, is the only one who comes back to give thanks. And um, not only did he receive a healing of his leprosy, but Jesus tells him, arise, which is the word for resurrection. Arise, your faith has saved you. So he receives a healing of the leprosy of his soul as well, the forgiveness of sins, salvation. Um, really just a beautiful story. And really, to be honest, a great topic to think about, and that is the prayer of thanksgiving. You know, uh, the Lord Jesus, um, when he came as the Savior, he uh, fulfilled all of the different types of sacrifices. You know, the Jews in their religion, they had different types of sacrifices. They had five different types. And Naaman the Syrian, when he's healed, he makes reference that now that I know only Israel has the true God, I will only sacrifice to the true God. And of all the types of sacrifices um, that they had, one of them was known as a peace offering or a salem sacrifice. And uh, the peace offering had a couple of versions, one of which was a thank offering. They call in Hebrew, todah. So to this day, if you're in Israel, you want to say thank you to somebody, you say todah, todah. It's Hebrew for thanksgiving. And so the Jews had this thanksgiving sacrifice. And it's so interesting that when they would do that type of sacrifice, it would either be 
thanking God for like a favor that was received or a grace or a favor, something you were praying for, or especially for thanksgiving for deliverance. You'll see this like in Isaiah 58 and in some of the Psalms, this prayer of thanksgiving to the Lord for deliverance. And we know the ultimate deliverance, right, is the forgiveness of sins and eternal life. And that's what Jesus came to give us. But it's so interesting that when Jesus was instituting the Holy Eucharist at the Last Supper, he focused in on this thanksgiving sacrifice, this toda offering. So you may remember the words that, that uh, when Jesus took the bread and then he gave thanks, blessed the bread, broke it, and gave it. That, that word gave thanks uh, any Jew reading that would have immediately realized, oh, this is a todah, a thank offering, that Jesus focused in on that as he instituted, well, what we now call the Holy Eucharist. And you know that the New Testament was written in Greek, and if you read the Last Supper in the Greek, it says, Eucharistein. That's what, in English, we translate gave thanks. So the word in Greek for thanksgiving is Eucharist. That's the name that we now call the Holy Mass, right? The Eucharist. So uh, particularly when we come to Mass, right? We're here to pray. We're here to worship. Maybe we have things we want, we're asking God for. But particularly at Mass, we should come here ready to give thanks. This is a great place to give thanks to God for all the blessings. Um, sometimes when I'm hearing confessions, you know, you always, as the priest, I'm always praying to the Holy Spirit to inspire me for the penance, Right? The penance is supposed to be like a spiritual medicine. And sometimes instead of saying, oh, say three Hail Marys, right? I'll, I'll tell people, take a moment of prayer and call to mind 10 good things in your life to give thanks to God for. To redirect your heart for sincere prayer of gratitude. That's so important for our spiritual life that every day we should have a little bit of time. So they used to say, count your blessings. You know, to think about things to give thanks to God for. And certainly, like these lepers that were healed and the one who came back, I was thinking about the nine who did not come back. Why wouldn't they come back to give thanks? And I think it's because of selfishness. And as I was praying more about what was happening there, I realized that a prayer of gratitude, a spirituality of giving thanks to God, really, it is the prayer that heals selfishness. It's like a medicine for the soul. You know, and that's why so many saints recommend that in your daily prayer life, to always have some time to give thanks to God. And certainly when uh, we receive a grace or a favor or something, we, we give thanks to God for that. But um, here's the thing. You don't necessarily have to be a believer to thank God for good things, right? So I think there needs to be something even deeper for us as Christians, as Catholics, that we don't just thank God when we get something we want, but rather that we thank God always. We thank the Lord always. And um, I want to share with you a little story to kind of conclude, to kind of highlight this aspect of thanksgiving, um, that not just when we get something we want. Um, so when I was in college, I had the gift of doing a study abroad semester. So my school had a campus in Austria. And we had classes Monday to Thursday. So Thursday afternoon through the whole weekend, we could travel. We had these train passes so we could travel all over Europe. And I'll never forget that during our Easter break, myself and some of my friends, we decided we were going to go to France. So we, we traveled over to France and we went to 
southern France, to the beautiful Pyrenees Mountains, to the shrine of Our Lady of Lourdes. Now, you might remember the story when the Virgin Mary appeared to St. Bernadette in the 1850s in Lourdes, France. It is such a beautiful place. And there's, there's the little cave, little grotto. And you remember Mother Mary had told St. Bernadette to drink from the water, and she scratched the dirt, and this miraculous spring of water started to flow out of there. And do you know that to this day, that water is still flowing? You go there, and they've got lights on it, and you see the water bubbling up from the ground. And people started receiving miraculous healings from praying with that water. Actually, even to this day, these healings are still happening. And so I had, I had a secret reason why I was going to that shrine. So I had been struggling with a physical ailment, and I really was praying that God would heal me. And so I went there really sincerely asking God for a healing. I thought, if, if anywhere I can get a healing, it's going to be Lord's, right, with that water. And so we're there, and you can either drink the water, or they even have these baths. So you can, like, they dip you in the water. It was so cold. <laughs> it's like spring water, you know. And um, so I was there, and I was praying, and I went to the water, and I was not healed. And I'll tell you, it was such a moment of disappointment. You know, I had so, I'd so hoped for this grace, and it didn't happen. And so there was a real struggle there, including like a temptation to doubt, and a temptation to, um, well, to be you know, disappointed or angry or frustrated. God didn't do what I wanted him to do. And so that was, um, that was a difficult moment. So fast forward the tape many years. I graduate college. I end up going to New York City to serve the friars, you know, join the friars and all those years serving mostly the homeless and the poor in the streets of the Bronx. And I'll tell you, what I really learned from, from being in relationship with, with the poor is to be more grateful for everything, you know, especially when people have such a struggle and sometimes they have nothing, they're more grateful than anyone. It's amazing. Well, eventually I got asked to go back to Lourdes. So there is an organization that takes special needs children to Lourdes every Easter, and I was asked to be the chaplain. So I was so happy, and I go back to Lourdes. Now I'm a priest. There was like 25,000 young people with special needs. It was just an amazing experience being in Lourdes with these young people. Um, and there we go, back to the baths. And I had that memory of being there in college. And so again, we, we do the prayers. We go back into the water. It was very cold, you know. And I received a spiritual healing. And I received an understanding of why it was so good for me that God did not heal me when I was in college. And I got a completely and totally unexpected grace. Like the Lord opened up for me a completely new way of understanding the gift of suffering. And uh, particularly through the witness of all these special needs kids, you know, who had all sorts of things they, that they struggle with. And it really touched me deeply. And so I share that story just to encourage everyone that um, if we are rooted in the reality that God is good, that God is a loving Father, and that we can trust Him, and we are living from that place, we can give thanks always. We can give thanks for everything. Every day, we can see and be aware of the blessings and of the graces, even when we're struggling, even when we're frustrated, even when the cross that we're carrying feels so heavy that even there, we can give thanks to God, 
Actually, we should. This should be what we're known for, to be thankful to the Lord. Um, You know, I I can't help but note that the world right now is definitely falling apart. Have you noticed? If you dare look at the news, right? The world is a mess. And I think that in the situation we find ourselves now, we have an opportunity to give a joyful, grateful witness in a world that is just worried about so many things. You know, that the Lord is inviting us to to be formed by a spirituality of gratitude and thanksgiving and the joy that comes from that, even if things aren't perfect. Um, And I think that our witness will be even more powerful today because of uh, the midst of the anxiety and fear and frustration. People maybe will be looking for that witness, you know, that will be different. We're not like worried and we're not running around saying, oh, the world is ending, what, you know, but to be peaceful and joyful and grateful because God is good and he's a loving father and we can trust him. And because he loves us, it, he saved us. <laughs> not just the healing of leprosy, but he, he's healing our whole human nature and he's offering us eternal life. <laughs> what else do we need? You know, it's amazing. So uh, on this day where the readings have this great theme, we, we turn to the Lord to give thanks always for everything. Amen. You've been listening to From the Friars podcast, the community of Franciscan Friars, the renewal. Please visit us at franciscanfriars.com or on social media, CFR underscore Franciscans. Thank you.